So everybody's been thinking about the monkeypox, monkeypox, monkeypox. So, oh wow, monkeypox, monkeypox. Now I haven't worked up on. Uh, I might do a series on it after all. I don't know. Maybe a multiple episode thing. Minimal three, four episode thing. But I'll keep giving updates or whatever. So monkeypox is an outbreak. It started like mid this year, maybe about amidst the summertime, like uh, what May June. Uh, so what happened with monkeypox is um, it's an outbreak. It's not a pandemic from what I understand. It's an outbreak of disease. And it's a little bit different from a pandemic and an outbreak. So it's just more like they've noticed that it's um, not like novel. So it's like, you know, it's, wow, it's going to happen. So we did was, what they did was, is with monkeypox, they become out fully prepared. They got big droves Bigger, large amounts of monkeypox uh, vaccine. But since it has to be used, they're going to pump up its production at current so that uh, everyone can get some. So I would say go to your pharmacist and if you want a shot, see if you can't get a shot because I'm about to do the same thing. Monkeypox, monkeypox. Oh my God. You know what? I think that uh, Bruce Willis really told the, uh, uh, his, the movies that he were in for the sci-fi are uh, all telling the truth about the future. So Brad Pitt and 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 and, and um, Brad Pitt and uh, Bruce Willis told the truth about the future. It's something else. Twelve monkeys seems to be coming true. Um, but yeah, that's what that's what you have to do. And um, I'm gonna try to keep you updated and up close and, and let you know about the monkeypox. Of course, you those of you are the faithful listeners and stuff like that. So uh, JC Homelander, twelve monkeys. HD. So I don't know. This is probably a crazy recording, a crazy segment to record. But <clears throat> wow, I just got the news, or just saw the news after. Probably you guys got it earlier, or whatever. And I'm trying to share it on the uh, page, the Facebook page, Twitter, and everywhere else that I can share it. Um, here's the thing. Um, they want to make a prisoner swap, and I got to thinking about something else that's a legal term regarding getting prisoners whom are in custody in another country. And I think that's something called an extradition treaty or an extradition uh, between two countries. So basically, you have somebody in your system or in your custody, and then if we use extradition, we can get that person, correct? So what I'm thinking here is that it's a little bit wacky with prisoner swaps when all they probably really had to do was just file for extradition. And most likely, in most cases, they probably would have gotten it. So, I'm a crazy person this way. But, you know, I just think about these things every now and then. That it's just bizarre how... That's how simple the situation was in the first place, Cal? Yes, it was. Oh, my God, self. So, what goes on here is just that. This is how I know I'm living in a cuckoo land, in a cuckoo world. All right? All Russia had to do was ask to extradite Bout. He did, he did not have to capture... Uh, captive anybody, uh, arrest anybody, put anything on anybody, and they don't even have to do big security for the situation. All they really have to do is just, excuse me, as simple as this. As soon as you know, you got full confirmation that Bout's on his way home, you get her up on a plane, you get her, in fact, you get her dressed up and get her stuff back to her, and you get her on an airplane. That's all you have to do, Russia. Get her dressed, get her ready to go. And get her on a plane and get her back to our get her back home. 
And when she comes back, and make sure there's a pardon in her hand. And a great big, and a whole bunch of apologies. Because to me, at this point, if we consider this, the, we're getting to the end of the chapter of all this drama, this saga, this ongoing situation. Um, I wouldn't return to Russia to play basketball for about, oh, I don't know, nine months, maybe a year, maybe seven years. Because a big chunk of your life has literally been taken out because some asshole on customs thought it was cute to put stuff in your baggage. Well, this is JC Homelander Cal. Uh, wow, I'm coming at you in HD. Um, stereo. Wait a minute. What else? Is, oh, that's right. 48 kilohertz surging. 48 freaking kilohertz. So then after that, I was thinking about something else. And it's like kind of a complete total hilarity all into itself. But um, let me go into it. Here's how you do it. This is what you're thinking. You know how you go to work and you look around yourself and you think to yourself, I don't like that guy. Those people are, you know, a different race of me, so I don't want to work with them either. Uh, those people over there, they're foreign, so I don't like them. I don't, man, I don't want to eat lunch with them. And uh, then, oh, the boss. Oh, God, the boss, you know. You know, she she doesn't want to do this, or he doesn't want to do that. Da, 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 da. So, um, there used to be a thing called putting, you know, putting your personal feelings aside, your politics aside, so that you can just get this thing done. Now you got eight hours to get paid every day, so you're gonna sully that with your personal feelings. And what you're gonna probably most often gonna say, no, no, I know how to work it, man. This is how you work it. You put your politics in your pocket, in your bag, in your in your in your in your in your in your, in your, um, in your knapsack, or when you get out of your car, stick your politics in your glove compartment, lock it shut, and go into work. Because the way that we're doing things now, we're letting people do all the politics and everything else, and um, it's not excuse me, and it's not appropriate. For us to get things done. It's un-American. We're supposed to be the melting pot. Now it's not an assimilation of personality and people. But people are supposed to blend together. Thereby making. Uh, 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 producing. Better thing. Than any other place in the world. And we are. So. As whole and by complete as Americans. What we should get back to doing. Is putting our politics aside. So we get this thing done. Excuse me. The build back. You know. Make America strong again. By putting together our politics. Putting our politics aside. Our personal feelings aside. And getting down. And rolling up our seats and get down to the job. Not worrying everybody all day long. And driving everybody up the fucking wall all day long. About whether or not they're this or that or the other thing. or whatever. Because that's what's not. That's, that's counterproductive. It doesn't make America productive. It doesn't make the world productive. It doesn't make anything productive. And yes, I'm going to say it. That in part is why Grinner's in the freaking uh, gulag. Not because, not only because of politics, but just because of the fact that they won't obviously see that she's being wrongfully done. So, um, J.C. Homelander, politics in the glove compartment. We can get it done. 
Um, HD. Stairway can find it. Surging 48 kilohertz. Okay, everybody, it's the same as last year, or it's slightly changed, and maybe the time's like a little bit different. But here's how it goes earliest 5 30 p.m. at the CSPNJ drop in center at 422 um, Martin Luther King Drive here in Jersey City. Uh, then at 6 p.m., uh, Journal Square, JFK Boulevard. Pavonia Avenue. That's probably like right where the buses are coming from. Or it's probably there's like a there's probably they're probably in the bus station in that case too. But uh if you ask a cop, they'll probably tell you. Um 7 p.m. Go to North Bergen Town Hall, 43rd Street and Kennedy Boulevard. 7 30 p.m. Um then in Hoboken. Terminal, Observer Highway, Park Avenue. So there's even like a map if you ask your uh, if you ask your caseworker or dial two eleven, you can get the winter emergency system in case you need to be in a warm place this winter from November fifteenth to March thirty first. This is the twenty two twenty twenty two um to March thirty first, twenty twenty three. Pick up times and locations. I have already said them and I hope you're listening up. Because this is a very good announcement for you. Uh, it's not a great place to go. But if you need to be somewhere warm for the night. And I hate to tell you. This also comes with basically like an examination. Of what your housing situation is. And it most likely will lead to you. If you're without housing. To getting it. I think you will meet up inevitably. They'll arrange it. The many times that you go to it. You'll inevitably arrange for you. To wind up getting a housing, getting involved with housing. I want you to also keep in mind that it's not the safest place to go or be in. It's not um, the best environment to be in, but you'll be able to eat, shower, and I think they even have television. So it's not exactly as much as the other shelters are for this design, they say, to get the overflow to the people that they can't put in to the shelters at night. Because some of them, like Union City, has a drop in and you can stay overnight. And then you leave in the morning. You don't have to. You're not obligated to anything or their residency or nothing like that. So, um, I don't know. That might be that. And uh, if it's cold for too cold for you tonight, you don't. Great thing about it. Granted, if you don't like it, you don't must go to it. Uh, you can try to get into the other shelters like Universal Shelter out in New York, um, or you could probably even try to even try to see if you can't get a residency maybe in Hoboken. Um, but basically, you know, it's not, I want to say it's not the, the great solution. I wouldn't want to go into it. I've been through it. But um, it's, what, it's what it is for right now. And I, I, this voice that you're hearing, I'm going to try to use my voice, my voice to say this. But the, um, if you're listening and you're with the program, you're working with that program, there's much to be done to better this uh, winter emergency system. And it's but they'll there'll be people. Some of my friends like Riaz sometimes when you're in it, he comes and brings food. And some other organizations they also did come and bring food. And uh, I think you almost got entertainment in one case or something like that. I think a couple of people played music uh, a couple of times. So um, what I'm trying to say is and I might be a little bit I might be a little bit getting things mixed up a little bit with the music. But what I'm saying is that they do do much to relieve it. But at the same time, you're 
going to be in there with a lot of people, a lot of different people. So you have to put your head on for that. You know, uh, just be aware of your surroundings when dealing with this kind of situation. But the last time we did it, they had the sheriff as the security people. From what I know now, they don't. And um, again, I would disagree with that process. I would put the sheriff back on the security for that and not not have the security. Have someone, even the correctional cops from the jail system, um, be there to security. Because what they would be doing for security now would probably lead to a bunch of people getting thrown out for any reasons or whatever. But that's the winter emergency uh, situation for right now. That's the current update that I have for it. If you uh, want further information, dial 211. Uh, J.C. Homelander, it's cold out there. Um, don't let the hawk get you, as they say. Um, uh, wow, what is this? OHD. Um, also, it is, um, what is that, stereo and a surging 40 kilohertz.